0: Hey there, everybody. How are you doing today? This is Tom Funk with Tom's Trail Tales. And we're going to do another Tom Talk, which is uh, basically a subject matter that applies to us hikers enjoying the great outdoors in the Great Lakes. So today we're going to talk about the differences between poison ivy Poison oak and poison sumac, all plants I'm sure you have heard of. So, again, my name is Tom. I'm your host. I am the author of 50 Hikes in Michigan's Upper Peninsula and 50 Hikes on the North Country Trail. I'm also a moderator, admin, expert, etc., so on and so forth on way too many Facebook hiking groups to count. So I received some great feedback from my first Tom's Tales where I was describing the differences between black flies and stable flies. And someone suggested, hey Tom, how about the difference between poison ivy oak and sumac? I said, okay, challenge accepted. Again, I am a biologist and I am from Michigan and I have spent way too much time outdoors. And let's just say I've been intimate with uh, poison ivy and her friend poison sumac, but I've never cheated on those two with poison oak. And that leads me to my taxonomy refresher. Remember, taxonomy is the system scientists use to organize, catalog, and name organisms. Each organism has its own unique scientific name. It has a first name and a last name, and they're called the genus and the species. What I didn't mention last time was that scientists use Latin words, suffixes, and prefixes, and frankly, sometimes they just invent words on occasion to name organisms. But in any case, it's mostly Latin or Latinized. These scientific names, let's just pick one out of the air. Uh, There we go. I picked one. Gallus gallus is a scientific name of an animal. And... Gallus gallus, this scientific name is used universally around the world. So when I say gallus gallus to a scientist in Germany, to one in China, and one in South Sudan, they all know I'm talking about your common barnyard chicken. Now common names are what you call the gallus gallus locally. So I call it a chicken when I'm in Michigan. In Mexico, it's pollo. In the United Arab Emirates, where I currently live, it's Farouche. So, okay, let's get back to poison ivy, sumac, and oak. And these are the common names, of course. So what are their scientific names? Well, poison oak is toxicodendron pubescence. Poison ivy is, uh, actually, there's two species of poison ivy. Uh, uh, Toxicodendron radicans and Toxicodendron riburgii. So the first one, Toxicodendron radicans, uh, it is a climber, and it lives in southern lower Michigan. And riburgii, that is a ground cover, and it lives in the northern lower and the upper peninsula. So two species, and they both have the same common name. Can you see how this can be confusing? This is why taxonomy is so important. And poison sumac, toxicodendron, vernix. So all three have the same genus. They're very closely related. And they are all in the same family, since they all have the same genus name. They're in the cashew family. Yes, cashews, but don't eat these plants. I think you knew that already. So let's start with poison ivy. Um, And this will apply to both the poison ivy species here in Michigan. You know, these are the leaves of three, let it be, guys. Well, if you followed this rule religiously, you would avoid about one quarter of all the plants in the state of Michigan. In Michigan, you know, the two species, I mentioned one is more southern lower, uh, hairy stems, climbs trees, and the other one is a ground cover and lives um, in the northern lower peninsula and upper peninsula. And have you ever been to log slide at Pitchard Rocks and it's covered in poison ivy? Yeah, that's right, eye So Poison Ivy, uh, both species have three leaves, and what I have found is folks need to see this stuff like a hundred times before they can get their head around what it is as it does look like so many other plants. One plant it looks a lot like is Virginia Creeper, which has five leaves. Five does not equal three, well, unless you're from Ohio. And the best description I can give you is that the leaves, they look oily. They look shiny. And if you're familiar with leaves having teeth, so the edges are you know kind of they look like teeth, um, they will only have a few teeth. And usually one or two of the leaves will have one large tooth. It looks like you're looking at a, a hand with a thumb. And that's the giveaway for me. I'm looking for those thumbs. I, it looks like little mittens. Three-leaved little mittens, usually one or two of them have the little thumb on it. Sometimes you'll see the middle leaf will have two thumbs on it. So if there's a lot of teeth on it or they're uniform around the edges, it probably is not poison ivy. Now poison sumac, um, that's a shrub and it lives in swamps. And I'm talking mucky swamps with two feet of muck and water. So unless you go tromping through these habitats, you probably won't encounter it many people vilify sumac in general as being poison sumac but if it's on dry ground if it's in your backyard growing along a fence it isn't poison sumac where you will find it is walking on a boardwalk in a wetland so if you're at a nature center for example or the wetland boardwalk um, this shrub um, it does look like sumac the leaves look like sumac has compound leaves and they have no teeth on the leaves And this shrub, it looks spindly. It's kind of like a light gray and just spindly. Uh, A respectable nature trail caretaker will make sure this stuff isn't anywhere near the boardwalk. Um, And they produce white berries in the fall, which the birds do like. Now for our last plant. Toxicodendron pubescens, which means hairy, toxic leaf in Latin. Now I'm here to tell you. No self-respecting Michigan biologist or botanist recognizes poison oak as a plant that grows in Michigan. I repeat, poison oak, toxicodendron pubescens, grows in the southeast of the United States and Florida. It does not grow here. Yeah, 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 I know people will say it does, but they're wrong, okay, they're wrong. Well, let me rephrase No Michigan botanist recognizes the common name poison oak associated with any plant that grows here. Remember, ask the person to give you the scientific name of the plant they are referencing. So now that you have the scientific name, what do you do with it? Well, you're in luck. The ultimate plant resource is MichiganFlora.net. Go ahead, type in MichiganFlora.net, enter poison oak into the search engine. What are the results? Well, there are none because poison oak does not grow in Michigan. So the next time one of your friends from Ohio says poison oak lives in Michigan, make a wager and utilize this website, michiganflora.net. So how do we protect ourselves from these plants? Well, of course, knowing what they are helps in avoiding them. Well, it's also good to know that about one-third of the population is immune to these plants and its oil, uh, the rest of us, well, wear long pants, and you can even put on a preventable uh, uh, lotion brand named Technu, T-E-C-H-N-U, and I have found it on Amazon. You can use this ahead of time by putting it on your skin. You can use it afterwards after you've been exposed. Otherwise, if you've been exposed, cold water flushed over the skin as soon as you can with soap is your best bet to preventing a rash i'm lucky i don't get poison ivy but i do get poison uh sumac and i don't get poison oak because guess what it doesn't live in michigan and i don't spend time in the southeast very much so toxicodendrons get to know them and learn how to ide- identify them as uh um that's how you uh, pretty much avoid them so Keep in mind that this michiganflora.net database, it is the product of the University of Michigan and is based on the work of Edward Voss, V-O-S-S, who wrote a three-volume set, Michigan Flora. So anyone claiming to be a Michigan botanist, they have this set of books. Yours truly as well. And the beautiful thing is, is they digitized it and they made it into this really cool plant database with photos and maps. It is really cool. So, if you're new to plant ID, um, go to a bookstore, get a copy of Newcombs. that's N-E-W-C-O-M-B, apostrophe S, Newcombs Wildflower Guide to Eastern North America. Very easy for a non-botanist to use. And that's the book I use, and then I'll go to Michigan, Florida to identify it right down to the species. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'd like to thank my friend Adam Main. He is a musician in Kalamazoo for providing uh, the music in the background. So thank you, Adam. All right. Hey, my stats show a lot of people listening, but I have hardly any followers. So could you do me a favor and just click on the following button uh, down towards the uh, bottom of the screen? Okay. And if you don't like this episode, well, share it with uh, someone you don't like that lives in Ohio. All right. Tom Funk for Tom's Trail Tales, and this is yet another Tom Talk. Thanks for listening. If you have any suggestions, leave them in the comments, and we'll see what we can do.